0: Hi guys, welcome to your new favorite show uh, in all the land. It is time for TGIF, and I am so excited to be here, and I hope you are too. We see you in the chat room, YouTube. We see you with your little nasty comments and all your little compliments. We love you. Uh, You know what? Without further ado, let's get to the part y'all been waiting for. Let me introduce my fantastic co host. Please welcome brand strategist and future only fan star, Al Reynolds. Are you muted? You've been doing, how long have you been doing this show? Six months? A year? How long has it been? been
1: What's up, Claudia? What's What's up, Al? You look really good.
0: Thank you, thank you, thank you. And please welcome multimedia personality, spokesman, the the list goes on and on and on. Uh, The man with the brightest smile in Hollywood and the dirtiest, nastiest reads that get retweeted by everybody, Funky Daniva. (laughs) 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 Why is that so funny to me? And I am your host, Claudia Jordan. (sighs) Guys, how y'all been? How kind of week y'all have? How was y'all's week?
2: My week was long and rough, but I must say, Claudia and Al, I'm sure you agree. You looking extra ferocious tonight. Wow. It ain't no fish nowhere in place, honey. She giving us leopard, honey. National Geographic realness, baby.
0: (laughs) You know how many people reach out to me that are like, Claudia fish is not a bad thing like they've been really telling me everything and I know I was having a fun time but thank you very much I I didn't but you thank, you.
1: thank you I didn't know but thank you for everybody educating me on that that was cool
0: so Al let me let me talk to you about this first real quick before we get into the show um oh. you know you no no, no it's safe okay. you know when we first saw the show you know you were kind of a little more awkward and people were like there and all this and they it was negative and i don't know if you read the comments i read all the comments on youtube they, they, but no but they have really come to love you they really have they really and i just want you to know that and how do you feel now about you know you've been with us you know been with the show this long how do you feel now
1: oh I, you know i'm getting more comfortable look you two are so freaking talented funky with his timing you with your knowledge you're really really forced me to stay on my P's and Q's. I'm enjoying it because you guys are teaching me everything that I need to know, zero to a hundred in these few months. And I, like, I'm i just great. I'm just gracious to be here, I promise you. So I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying the two of you learning at the hill, the hymn of the U2. So it's all good so far.
0: Okay. And, 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 and so Q.
2: Thankful to have your witty, store-bought <laughs> lips having self. <laughs> With us because you're so smart and you you bring all the stats and facts. So I want you to think that you know we so far ahead of you in this game. You definitely have a contribution to this group that is second to none, and we couldn't do what we do without you. I, you. I'm, I'm
0: I'm proud to say that at at this point it feels like you know whatever bumps there were along the way along the road. I mean we got to this place now where the chemistry is and we go to the around horns sometimes. Mm-hmm. Listen, life is short. And we're gonna get into that in a second. Toot, toot. hey, BB. <laughs> people, I think people are. <laughs> I think I think people toot their horns for less, and there's nothing wrong with that. Like I just want to give y'all you your flowers, funky. You know, I didn't know you as as well, and we've definitely gotten to know each other more with the unsolicited nude pics in our group mm-hmm. chat, um, the late night tweets, the the late night texts that I I get to be privy to, and then you forget everything the next day, <laughs> right. and all these things, but. I, I really appreciate you. And you, your reads are just, uh, it's not, anyone could cuss a bish, a bish, we won't say B, I teach it, a bish out, right? Or mm-hmm. or embarrass someone, but you come with facts, references from the 80s and 90s. <laughs> and right. they're always on point.
1: Always. Thank you. <laughs> Thank
0: you. Like you, you, you do that thing. All right, so before we get the show started, well, we, we've gotten the show started. We wanna recognize the passing of rapper Shaq G from the hip hop group Digital Underground. He passed away at the young age of just 57. We send our condolences to his family and friends. What are y'all's thoughts on the music of Shaq G, his contribution to you know, hip hop and, and, and his passing?
2: So I know they say it's insensitive to ask and particularly to ask the family, but how did he pass? I'm, I'm unaware. I don't know either. Al, do you know? Uh,
1: no, they haven't announced how he passed, but we do know that he passed in a Tampa hotel. So mm-hmm. he was okay. at a hotel, um, and that's where they found him.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fif- Fifty-seven years old. It's just like, what does that make y'all feel when we we have our you know uh, our people that we kind of grew up looking up to, but they're not that much older than us now. We're like, damn, we're almost in the same age, gra- you know, bracket. We're losing these people. And does it make you feel like you want to do more in your life? Does it make you reflect? I feel like, oh, you know what? I must be even less apologetic and be more. I'm going for it. Like, I'm going to go for it. Go for mine. Because I might not be here in a year or two or three. You don't don't know what is on the docket for you in life.
1: Well, I think for me, uh, it's just the number of Black men that are dying that are in these situations that's kind of stressing me out, because I want to know what is causing all of this stress to them. Is it echo? Is it social? Is it economic? Like, what is it that's forcing men in the the 50s? And, you know, like you said, that's close to our age. And these were people that I grew up. These are people that define the culture. Remember, like, he, he co-wrote Mama Gonna Knock You Out with J. You know, he was a co-producer to Tupac's debut um, album, um, uh, Topocalypse. Like, this guy was really an inspiration in the culture, not to mention, he should also serve as a role model. Because remember, at 16, he got his first DJ job. When he got fired, he was like, you know what, I'm gonna go find myself. And he backpacked across America, holding different jobs and, and really trying to figure his life out, only to come back... To be the person that he was, that worked with amazing artists that who defines hip hop, not only hip hop, the industry, the music, but also the culture. So
2: I um, just like to interject that um, he's actually close to y'all old hoes' age. <laughs> I'm really young and supple, and the rich man still after me because I'm 23. <laughs> so
0: that's the lie you choose to go with
2: right 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 is
0: that what we is that what we doing funky
2: i can still pass the 23. <laughs> you know what
0: moving on and our condolences once again to the family mm-hmm. um we definitely gotta get into this on tuesday minnesota jury found Derek chauvin guilty of the murder of george floyd and uh, while Chauvin is awaiting sentencing, which will uh, happen about uh, seven more weeks, okay. uh, an alter- alternate juror uh, reveals why she thinks the former officer is guilty. Uh, Lisa Christensen told CBS News that testimony from the medical expert and Darnella Frazier, the teenager who shot the video of Floyd's death, convinced her of Chauvin's guilt. She feels responsible in a way, and I feel really bad for her. But I don't. But I commend her for talking about it and taking the video because without her, I don't think this would have been possible. That's what the juror said about Donella. Were y'all surprised the verdict came back so quickly and do y'all think he'll get the maximum, the minimum or the middle when it comes to sentencing?
2: So I definitely wasn't surprised. I don't know, some spirit, something in the air told me that this would be the one. Not as if a lot of the other cases in the past haven't been slam dunk cases, I mean, but this one, there was just no way out of this. This man sat there with his neck, with his knee on this man's neck. The other thing that I want to point out too is I think not only are black people tired, I think there are certain subsets of white people who are tired of this mess as well. They are getting sick and tired of catching a bad rap for the few bad seeds that are within their culture. Just the world was on fire when it came to this George Floyd thing. And the last thing I want to say before I hand this thing over to Al, Al, I want Nancy Pelosi <laughs> to see her expired bob having one foot in the ass down somewhere. Did you see her when she stood her stiff bob having ass up at that podium talking about, um, I want to thank George Floyd for the sacrifice that he... Sacrifice? That man involuntarily made no damn And Sacrifice him to whom? And for what? This is part of the reason why we got to get these geriatric ass people out of a lot of these doggone positions, because that's why this country is in the position that it is in now. And as far as sentencing is concerned, I definitely think he's going to get middle to max.
1: Yeah, I don't have to agree with uh, Funky on that. But let me tell you, the good news here is that, remember, he got second degree murder. Remember, we've been talking about this every week on the importance of the charges, So the good thing is he got second degree murder. On top of second degree murder, he got third degree murder. Both of those are negligence. And then he got a second degree manslaughter. So the maximum is 40 years, but hopefully this man won't walk until 20. But that's just my opinion. But remember, we're glad that they did stack the charges the way they did, second, third, and second degree manslaughter. They went for the maximum charge. They got the conviction from the jury and hopefully they'll stick to it. And hopefully what happened with, um, you know, who doesn't get in the way with the retrial or a mistrial?
0: The, the prosecution was everything. They, they put on a clinic, I thought, with how to present a, a, a well done case and the brother he was fantastic. Yes. He was fantastic. I watched a lot. Of, I was like, wow, this is. uh German, it's not looking good for you. You know what well, I mean? Like I felt. I,
1: I'm going to tell you, if you guys watch the trial, I tried to watch as much as I could. It was the testimony of that doctor, that expert, when he actually showed the video of the knee. And when he said, this is the point when we're all watching, he said, this is the point in which George died. I felt like that was like a vibration that went over the entire United States. If you were a human being, you got goosebumps from watching that video and watching that man's testimony. So I thank him for making all the jury members as well as the rest of America feel accountable for the negligence and ridiculousness of that officer. And they stood strong and charged him with all three charges.
0: I do think moving forward that this will set a precedence where, you know, in the past, I feel like if they can find one chink in your armor as a black man or a black woman that was killed by the police Mm -hmm. or even by a so-called fake ass, I'm sorry, a so-called fake community activist uh, in George Zimmerman. They justify it with, whoa, look at this Facebook picture. He's smoking weed. He's holding a gun. He's a gangbanger, therefore making it where he deserved to die. With George Floyd, of course, he wasn't a perfect human. None of us are. But the, the prosecution put his drug use and drug problems front and center. They, they addressed it head on. They didn't try to downplay it. And even with that being said, he, he was able to get, they were able to get this guilty verdict because a lot of times they don't, we, we have to almost act like someone's a choir boy, damn near, for them mm-hmm. to be valued and their life to really matter. Oh, this was a good kid. He was one of the good ones. That's code for a good Negro, right? Mm-hmm. That's what they try to say. And if it's not a good Negro, one that's of value and, you know, you got to have a, a 4.0 G, a 4.0 GPA and and, and being a commu- be into community service and do all these proper things, positive things, before these white people will find value in you, the fact that this man that, you know, had his issues and he still could get justice, I think moving forward, this is going to set the bar at a different level. Mm-hmm. And I think in that regard, that made it extremely an extremely important uh, verdict.
2: I think Kim Potter's ass is next, the lady who killed Dante Wright, um, simply because They slapped her with them charges, what, within two to three days? Mm -hmm. I mean, that was the quickest that we've got some charges. And so my opinion, and granted, when I went to school, they didn't teach me nothing about legal or law. But for them to give her them charges that quick must mean whatever she did passed some sort of litmus test that says, okay, bam, we can get XYZ off of this shoot. So I think her ass is next.
0: I hate that we got to do one more story about this because it, it, it's just been one of those weeks. But on Tuesday, 16 year old Makia Bryant was shot and killed by Ohio police officer. And the case has sparked outrage, of course, across the country. The police claimed she had a knife and she did have a knife, but witnesses are disputing those claims. LeBron James tweeted and later deleted his feelings about the Ohio policeman. He put a picture of the, the policeman and wrote, your next, hashtag accountability. Uh, on Wednesday, LeBron clarified his statement because he got attacked, of course. He said, I'm so damn tired of seeing Black people killed by police. I took the tweet down because it started being used to create more hate. This isn't about one officer. It's about the entire system. And they always use our words to create more racism. I'm so desperate for more accountability. What are your thoughts on the case, the Makia Bryant case, and LeBron's statement?
2: So for me... This is gonna be an unpopular opinion. Let me first start out by saying, you know, condolences to Makia and I just hate that this happened. I know coming off the heels of George Floyd and all the others that it's so, we're already in this Black Lives Matters energy, but this is not that. Um, I do not believe in any way, shape or form that this shooting was racially motivated. Um, You know, when we look at the facts of the case, she was in fear of being jumped by some girls. She was in the house. She calls the police. She comes outside officer pulls up and she is lunging at somebody with the knife. I am not suggesting whatsoever that she deserved to die, deserved to be shot. I'm simply saying that based on the situation at hand, the officer followed the training that they were given, which was aim for the largest body mass and hit, hit twice, hit, hit twice. That is police officer training. A lot of people have been saying, well, can you shoot? You should have shot her in the leg or can you shoot her in the arm? And in a perfect world, that sounds great, but do y'all know how hard it is to shoot a moving target? For one second before I pass it on, I simply want y'all to take yourselves out of wherever you are, and put yourself in the position of the family member of the girl in the pink. Y'all would be screaming, "Shoot that bitch! Shoot her! Don't let her stab my baby! Don't let that bitch stab my sister!" And if he did not, you know, let's just say, for instance, he did try to shoot that girl in the leg, and she ended up stabbing the girl in the pink. Y'all would be hollering, "He should have did something. He should have stopped her. This was just a lose lose situation." It was unfortunate. I hate that we lost another little Black girl, but this is not that. And I think part of the reason that LeBron deleted that uh, uh, tweet was because after the case continued to develop, he kind of realized that he was a little wrong on this one.
0: And, and then before I give it to Al, uh, you know, there were adults standing around watching these girls fight. This girl being, she said, you know, they were saying she's being attacked. And that we're just sitting there. And I need people, black people. We talk about protect black women, protect each other. Black lives matter, and that is one thousand percent true. So when we see our young sisters fighting, jumping each other, any kind of fight, there's grown ass men and women there that could have jumped in before it even got to that point. And they knew like that that,
2: could that have knew them. That knew them. De escalated the situation.
0: So before the cops came who don't know who started it and don't know the backstory, and I'm not being sympathetic to the police officer, but you know, I, I felt I had the same gut reaction, like, oh, that's messed up, it's racist. But really I, when they slowed it down and I saw her lunging with the knife, I talked to my boyfriend about it. He's like, in the military, he's like, you know, you, sit, you, you end one life to save the other. I don't know what else that officer could have done. Uh, Cause I said the same thing, shoot with the arm, shoot with this. And he's like, you can't shoot with someone's arm. You know how hard that is is—a shoot for an arm even though that police officer was a expert marksman they did say that al what do you think
1: i think the both the two of you are crazy um in my opinion i understand what you're saying but this is a 15 year old girl um and i think what we need to have more in law enforcement is training on de-escalating uh situations like this why didn't he use his taser instead of his gun Um, I think there are alternative methods that could have been employed or deployed in order to de-escalate this situation that did not lead to the death of a 15 year old girl carrying a home uh, steak knife. That's just my opinion. Now, I do understand that this isn't a BLM matter. I totally understand that. But I think that there's something that needs to be said or something that needs to be instituted. To teach these cops how to de-escalate these situations on when to use a taser versus when to use a gun. I don't think anybody's happy about the fact that a young 15-year-old girl is now dead because of this unfortunate situation. That's my opinion.
0: We have to right. go to break. We can, we, we can talk more about this when we come back. Uh, we'll take a quick break and we'll finish this conversation before we move on to the next topic. We'll be back with more TGIF when we return. Dude, we gotta to talk to
1: Jerome.
0: To who? Welcome back to TGIF with my replaceable co-host Al Reynolds, who wants to replace <laughs> me already. They will bite the hand that put them on and dial the phone to invite them at their ass on the platform. I tell you what, it is oh my see how fast.
2: <laughs> I told you you can't trust light-skinned negroes. I told you. Right.
0: No, welcome I'll back. to okay, what, uh, And, and uh, funky Zyneva, welcome back. Listen, before we went to break, we were talking about the um, LeBron James and his tweet and and, and Makia Bryant. Uh, you know, of course, Donald Trump had to infuse himself into the conversation because he's been taken off Twitter and he really wants us to know how he feels. He called uh, LeBron James. He said his ra- racist rants are divisive, nasty, insulting, and demeaning. Uh, he may be a great basketball player, but he's doing nothing to bring our country together. If this, is the, if this ain't the most extreme example of pot calling the kettle black, why don't you work? LeBron is responsible for getting the country together, keeping it together, the country that you divided with your divisiveness every single day. Why don't you worry about your countless uh, allegations of sexual assault? Why don't you worry about how the uh, New York Southern District is on your ass for fraud? Why don't you worry about uh, the illegal payments he made with campaign funds, allegedly, to Stormy Daniels, the porn star that you raw-dogged, uh, allegedly, while your mar- your wife just gave birth, allegedly? Why don't you worry about that? When you speak on LeBron James, who so eloquently represents us in Black excellence in the best way possible, why don't you shut your ass up and be the sore loser that we all know that you are? Go golf with your wide white sloppy ass and don't worry about what we doing over here we done moved on from you donald trump so shut it so shut it let
1: me let me me go let me go next i'm gonna grab my drink because i'm gonna pass it to
2: funky you know no claudia did that so well the only point that i wanted to make when you were talking about the taser and stuff is that you know it's very easy for us to have emotional responses when it comes to all of this stuff but that man literally had a three-second decision to make and there was a video that's floating around right now of an officer pulling over a black woman in some sort of sports car, but a black woman, white woman, I can't remember. And they tested this taser theory where he went to taser her and sister the girl drove off, like the taser just didn't stop anything or whatever the case may be. So, you know, I just want us to all sit back and, 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 and get the facts of this case or whatever. But Claudia, girl, I'm tired of talking about all this heavy stuff. Rest in peace to everybody. Can we move on to something fun
0: let's get into something fun this little raggedy uh 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 politician okay has um run his mouth about cardi b and her grammy performance of wap with meg the stallion uh wisconsin congressman glenn Grothman uh is running his mouth he said that his office received complaints about cardi b's wap performance with megan the stallion and said it was inconsistent with basic decency Cardi fired back. I think we've all been on the edge this week since we've seen police brutality back to back, including one, watching one of the biggest cases in history go down due to police brutality. But wait, this is what a state representative decided to talk about? Um, should this congressman play more, pay more attention to what's going on in Wisconsin and maybe crime in the state and not worrying about Cardi B and Megan The Stallion and their WAP performance at the Grammys, which happened
2: months ago? He most definitely should, quiet as his, his old decrepit ass shouldn't even be watching the damn Grammys. He should be somewhere um, uh, watching How to Get a Reverse Mortgage Before I Die and <laughs> Live Happily, or whatever the case may be. You know, white people, white people, I got a question for y'all. When y'all sit now at the dinner table, do y'all not understand that every ill that is a problem in America is the result of an old white man? Like if it's your kingdom and you're in charge, therefore every problem is kind of on your watch. So while you're right here talking about Cardi B doing the WAP and all this other stuff, you need to be worrying about world hunger, famine, you, the, the skid roll, people getting COVID vaccine. They say the girls in Flint still ain't got no water, folks still ain't got no jobs. It's a thousand and one things he could be thinking about that's killing off people faster quicker and in more numbers than Cardi B and some uh her rappers delight coochie okay he oh, <laughs> like
0: no why on. are they so focused on these pop culture issues when you have people in your own in, in in congress like Jim Jordan who was totally okay with wrestlers being molested allegedly by his boy and trying to help with a cover-up is that not um, putting decency first? Maybe you want to check your people. Matt Gates sending cash apps and Venmos and PayPals to underage women, uh, girls, allegedly, for sex, allegedly. You don't complain about that, but you're worried about what happened at the Grammys in February and about a performance that bothers you. Get it's the cause F cause out he of liked, here.
2: It's because he liked it, Claudia. He liked it, and it challenges that old fake Baby, You know, I'm starting to figure out as I grow and matriculate on my journey through life that conservative is cold, but lay it low and spread it wide, baby, because they are the biggest. I'm like, the more they hide and try to be all cloaked up and stuff, child, I'm figuring they doing more drugs and having more random sex than anybody else out there. He saw all that fine USDA um. Uh, I can't, they don't sit us to stand as a president, so I can't. <laughs> see what I was gonna say, he don't saw all that fine A1 USDA, I'm gonna say it, <laughs> puss, sitting on that stage or whatever. And it did something to him, okay. And that he don't know whether to call on the Father, the Son, or the Holy Spirit. So he called call on the forefathers and the legislation. It's all right, <laughs> old man. It's all right. Come on down to Atlanta, take your ass to Magic City. All right, me, Al, and Claudia will meet you down there. Step on over to the dark side. It's okay, old daddy. (laughs) (laughs) All
0: right, moving on. A North Carolina officer named Tony Collins, official named Tony Collins. Have y'all seen this video? He's been fired following a city council meeting where he refused, this man refused, to address a black woman, uh, Dr. Carrie Rosario, by her doctoral title. Uh, Take a look at this rosario has something about one of those dr rosario thank you mrs rosario has something about dr rosario well you know i'm sorry your name says on here carrie rosario hey carrie
2: um it's dr rosario you
0: got something i would call you tony so please sir uh call me as i would like to be called that's how i'm identified it doesn't really matter we're here it matters to me It matters to me, and out of respect, I would like you to call me by the name that I'm asking you to call me by. Thank you. You think he refused to address her as doctor after she brought it up to his attention several times? I have,
1: let me tell you something. I'm, I'm just gonna put this back on Donald Trump's administration Gives these men, especially white men of power, the ability to do what the heck they want to do when they want to do it, in my opinion. And exercising that type of disrespect after she stopped you on several occasions to address her by her name was inappropriate. And this is the zoning commissioner. This is the zoning commissioner of that county. Now, how hard would it have been to call her Dr. Whatever? Now you're out of $150,000 a year because you were too stubborn, too deck on conservative and white bread to respect that black woman and call her a doctor after she begged you three or four times. I would have never begged him that many times, in all honesty. I would not have given him that grace I would have stopped that whole meeting, I would have shut that whole meeting down. But you know what the good thing is? He got fired. So good for him. We're no longer accepting this type of disrespect and this type of behavior. Don't they know that it's a new administration and that there's a new sentiment in town and disrespecting women of color and men of color is no longer gonna be allowed. There's gonna be what's called accountability and I love the fact that that county has decided to release him kudos well
0: as he stood his ground that's the hill he wanted to die on by not addressing her as doctor she's still a doctor and you're now unemployed Unemployed. Unemployed. we're about to take
2: it in the child
0: we're gonna take a quick we're gonna take a quick Oh, I was going to say we're going to take a quick break, and Funky was going to take us out in song about Standing by the Child Line. No?
2: <laughs>
0: standing in the
2: Child Line, good times. Ain't we lucky we got them. See y'all after this commercial break. Uh-huh. yeah. You know what?
0: Growing up, having cereal was really one of the best parts of being a kid. But once I became a doll, uh, you know, I had to give it up because it was full of so much sugar. But having a healthy breakfast doesn't have to be boring. Magic Spoon has amazing flavors you'll love without all the bad stuff. Check it out. It has zero grams of sugar, 13 to 14 grams of protein and only four net grams of carbs in each serving. And it's only 140 calories a serving. That's super low, you guys. And guess what? It's also keto friendly. It's uh, gluten free, grain free, soy free, low carb and GMO free. It comes in a variety pack with great flavors like cocoa, fruity uh, and frosted in peanut butter. Like The cocoa and peanut butter flavors mixed together. They really do taste like a a peanut butter cup. And as a candy lover, I could tell you like it's everything. So go look for Magicspoon.com slash tea. To grab a variety pack and try it today. And let me tell you something. I'm not one of those people that just, you know, hawk uh, products. We got it right here. Yes, this box right here. But look it. We got this other box. It's open and we've been going at it. So uh, listen, Magic, be sure to check out our promo code T at checkout to save $5 off your offer. And Magic Spoon is so confident in their product. It's backed with a 100% happiness guarantee. So if you don't like it for any reason, they'll refund your money. No questions asked. So remember, get your next delicious bowl of gluten guilt-free cereal at magicspoon.com T and use the code T to save $5 off. And uh, we'd like to thank Magic Spoon so much for sponsoring this episode. Go ahead and get yourself. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to TGIF with myself, Al Reynolds, and Funky Diney. But let's get right back into it. Now, Snoop Dogg has a musical release and on one of the new tracks, he teases that may ha- he may have allegedly smoked with President Obama on the song, Gang Signs. Snoop raps the words, still sipping gin and juice while I'm smoking that marijuana. Bet you never blew with Obama. The former president has not commented or confirmed this claim. Do y'all think Snoop ever smoked in the White House while Obama was around?
2: Uh in the White House, I don't know, because you know, Obama and Michelle real classy base, but I can guarantee you if he did smoke with Obama at all, his ass won't smoke with him again. Because Michelle don't appreciate this. He's not getting invited to the house no more. And if he did smoke with Obama, I would have preferred that it would have been one of those things that he would have just kept between him, Obama, whoever else was there. Not because smoking weed is so immoral, is so bad, but you've already got enough people out there that are looking for a reason to find a stain to put on obama and i can hear them old senators now and obama was smoking reefer with the rappers (laughs) and you know what i'm saying all that type of stuff and we just don't need all that
1: i'm gonna tell you i think he did it absolutely 100 i don't know if you uh, if anybody watched it but i watched the naomi campbell Um, interview with Dave Chappelle when they talked about the event that Obama had at the White House and they had all these celebrities right and Mm -hmm. they were all hanging out and and they said that the DJ was the bomb they said that the Obama and um, Obama and Michelle left went up to their room, but Obama came back down because the music was so good. So I think when he came back down and he saw everything that was going on and he knew that his terms were over, his two terms were over, he was like, man, Snoop, what you got? Man, let's go out back and let's roll this up and let's enjoy ourselves. I don't give a crap about these mugs. I gave them eight years of my life. My family gave them eight years. We did a good job. We're still alive. Let's go celebrate. He doesn't have brown lips for no reason. So I definitely believe that he
2: definitely
0: <laughs> that's exactly what my comment was going to be. Like, <laughs> you can just look at Obama and you know he gets down, and I'm not yeah. mad at it. But I, I hear you, Funky. We want to protect him at all costs. But um... it's wink, legal. Wink.
1: It's legal in DC. It's legal. That's so it's not like he's participating in anything illegal.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's not-, not about it being illegal. You just know a lot of people, like my aunt still think it's like drugs she called me one time about my sister and she said quentin your sister on drugs real bad <laughs> i thinking she's even to tell me my sister's shooting heroin or something and she, she found some weed so you know there's still people out there who just think you know you need rehab because you're smoking weed
0: Right. Exactly. And it's really not that big of a deal. All right. Walker Flocker received an award for his charitable work with the Chicago nonprofit Daughter of Destiny, which provides women with jobs. Great job there. Uh, Provides them with jobs, food and housing. But the recognition came from the former president, Donald Trump. And Walker thanked number 45. Take a look. Oh, don't take a look. Okay. Uh, We're not going to play the clip right now. So it's great that he's helping the community, but was it a mistake to publicly thank Trump. We, we do know that uh, waka is a fan and a supporter of, of, of former President Trump. What do y'all think?
2: Al, what you think? <laughs> I think the same thing.
1: Right. this is what I will say to the Daughters of Destiny. Um, they were started in 2015, in the summer of 2015 to help women women of color who are homeless, unemployed, and in need of services. I will show them respect, but other than this, I'm good.
0: Moving on, there's a change happening in the Big Apple. The Manhattan District Attorney announced they will no longer, oh, this is about the hot girl slumber, no longer <laughs> ah. prosecute cases of prostitution, and they will dismiss 914 current cases. Uh, this is, is this a move to legalize sex work? Or is it just a way to free up the backlog legal system? Or are they finally realizing it ain't really none of our business and a lot of legal prostitutes that call themselves wives and husbands? I'm just saying.
2: You know what? I'm all here for it. And I got a very quick story that y'all gonna love. So, you know, when I moved back to Miami, when I go down to the bar with a Honda cars B, I have made friends with prostitutes, right? Okay. I, have made, I have made friends with two Black women who are bona fide, prostitutes they they tell what you do for a living i sell you know what they let it be known they do it they don't have pimps they're not doing it under duress i was like well did somebody touch you did you not have a daddy were you sexually molested like all these different things and none of them fit the bill for it. so i'll never forget i was at a party one time at bar one betty smith was there and I was talking to Bevy about me just meeting one of these girls and how she was a prostitute. And I made the comment, work ain't honest, but it pays the bills. And Bevy Smith opened my mind to something. She said, there are people who out there who want sex. And there are people who are out there willing to offer sex for money. Fair exchange is no robbery. And I said, you know what? Let me take all my moral convictions out of this. Yes, God. As far as I'm concerned, people go get massages and whatnot that's making your body feel good using somebody else's body parts. What's the difference between a massage and getting sex? It's making yourself feel good with somebody else's body parts. As long as they ain't being pit down and under duress, I'm all for it. Quiet as it's kept. Half y'all out here doing it for free or in exchange for STDs anyway. So let them girls get their money. There was the mu- You know how many girls walking around with Gucci bags and
1: herpes? (laughs) So you guys are going to wear me out for this. But before this work assignment that I'm on right now, I worked for a sex trafficking organization in Florida, Chicago, L.A., New York, and Atlanta and Arizona.
2: Of course you did, because you worked
1: (laughs) at every job. So sex (laughs) trafficking is such a real situation. And I feel like by legalizing what you're actually doing is decreasing the illegal activities surrounding the sex trade. So mm-hmm. I am very happy that not only did Baltimore and Maryland decide to decriminalize prostitution, but also Manhattan, because it speaks volumes to a larger issue. And the larger issue here is sex trafficking. That is um, holding women at their will and forcing them to have sex for pay against their will at least in prostitution, women can be safe and they can make the decision whether to sell their body or not. So in my opinion, this is a phenomenal uh, win, if you would. And also think about it. Prostitution is the oldest, old, like one of the oldest professions in history. I'm just glad that now we don't have to worry about young girls being entrapped and held against their will and sold to hundreds and hundreds of men. And that, to me, is unsafe. It's disgusting. And this will give us an alternative to be safe and less criminal.
2: Well, fellas, so be- ready because the price of coochie is to come down, baby. OK, it's going to be so <laughs> much coochie that's going to hit the market, baby. It's going to be more supply than it is demand. <laughs> <laughs> Coochie gonna be going for $50. Al, uh, uh, what's the so, so you know so funny from my prostitute friends? I asked, you know, I be wanting to know. I said, girl, what is the going price mm-hmm. for Coochie right now? So you know,
1: it depends. One,
2: one other girl, she a little more low tier. She'll do it for <laughs> Wait wait, how much? She'll do it for 150, $200 oh that's the other girl you know she a little more seasoned and she was like she don't do it for no less than five but let me tell you something if all this coochie hit the market baby i think that thing gonna be going for about fifty dollars a pound baby (laughs) Yes, i'm gonna start i'm gonna open me i'm gonna get me some al let's and claudia let's get us some airbnb properties baby and um and do what,
0: Falky? So, so we can provide a clean environment for this legal prostitution that's that, about to take place? That's
2: hard. Right. Just like they're doing these surgical centers. Everybody down here in Miami is opening up these. they Airbnbs and old apartments and making them, uh, after the girls can get the $3,500 titties, they go lay there for two days and make sure they don't get blood cots. Recovery centers. We're going to open us up some recovery centers. You know what?
0: I'm always down for a new business venture.
2: <laughs> God, we, we can provide. We can get a Trojan sponsorship. We can get a CD, some CDC grant money. I already got this. I already got it. We we already got this <laughs> thing. We have a pool <laughs> truck outside <laughs> that bad boy. House,
1: the redevelopment housing authority and these all different. Of it.
2: It. First we, of we, all, are you saying we're gonna economic, we're economic gonna, development to the inner city neighborhoods? <laughs> right, we can get all those grants from the government. First
0: of all, are y'all saying we about to try to apply for an SBA? PPP loan, environment uh, disaster relief loan, all these things in our business is prostitution. Is that what we're doing? for the PPP, baby. You
1: can't get a PPP PPP loan unless you already had a business in existence before the pandemic, sweetheart. Well,
2: hold on now. Claudia been selling it. So look, we got (laughs) to (laughs) hear Well, if I've been
0: selling it, someone owes me some money because I ain't seen a dime all right seen all the- right go ahead al
1: i said you've seen some dimes.
0: Uh, am i the hooker now of the group i'm the hooker if, if, I-
2: if that's what it takes for us to get this ppp loan yeah no. oh got it got <laughs> it okay i'm selling it I'm that-
1: funky wait a minute you got something here because she is an independent contractor a sole proprietor all we have to do is show her tax documents and she can say actually that she was, you know. You,
2: you know, know, know. What, what? Go ahead, Go ahead, I was Monkey. Saying, Al, you specialize in financial fraud, so you the know how to do the paperwork.
1: Rules <laughs> you are an independent contractor, you are a sole proprietor, you're the one and only of your own business. So I think we can get you approved.
0: As good of as an idea that sounds on uh, uh, financially, what y'all not about to do is pimp my vagina out while my man is less than twenty <laughs> yeah, feet away in the other room. No, sure. we're not
2: pimping your vagina. We just need your you, you to be the face of the business. <laughs> oh, you can, keep, you can keep your vagina, girl. It's going to be so much new vagina on the yeah. market. We don't need your vagina.
0: <laughs> Go to break. We're taking a break. I'm sticking y'all. Bye. We'll be back. Welcome back to TGIF, the show where your friends slash co-hosts try <laughs> to pimp your vagina and use your tax returns to start a legal prostitution business. I'm your host Claudia Jordan, joined by Funky Geneva and Al Reynolds. Now, speaking of paying for a vagina, Usher uh, caught backlash for using these fake Usher dolls at a strip club, and now Nelly is jumping into the mix. Let's take a look at this video.
2: Got me some of them U-Bucks. Don't act like that. Don't act like that.
1: I got mine straight from the man. Yeah.
0: Did y'all see that? He was. They, they, they got these fake Usher dollars that they're using in the club, so he was really excited about that.
2: He should, because he ain't made a song in so long. He about ain't got no Nelly bucks. So, yeah, just to be able to touch any kind of damn paper probably got him overjoyed. Moving <laughs> Over right along. <laughs> and, and it don't make it look better that the box you holding up got a CD on it <laughs> <laughs>
0: I was thinking y'all uh, moving on Latoya Alley. she was on uh, Real Housewives of Atlanta this season she denies claims that her boyfriend was an escort for Jeffree Star Jeffree Star how he, he began people anyways Um, She even said, you know what, even if her man was gay or had a gay uh, situation or was gay before, so what? So she's open. What do y'all think about this?
2: You know what? I love it. Uh, I, I, I definitely think it's a step in the right direction as far as sexual fluidity. I was thinking about this story earlier today when I was riding in the car, and I think it's just so unfair that women get to lick all kind of coochie in the name of ti and tiny and it's acceptable and the minute that a man you know uh, wants to have the same freedom then it becomes all kind of hoopla and i can just hear women now in particular black women i mean i don't got a problem if a man gay or he bisexual but they just ain't for me. I don't. I don't want no man that's ever been with another man. But you, the same one who'll go out here and find some random girl at a strip club and let your man convince you to have a menage a trois in order to keep him. And it's hot. It's sexy. It's freaky. It's called turning up after the club. I mean, I think it's just time that we get to a place, especially within the the, the African American community, that we 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 get a bit more progressive in our thoughts surrounding. Uh, sexuality. I know it ain't for everybody. I'm not trying to convince black women to go out here and get bisexual men if that's not what they want, but it is something to be said about giving both sexes the same grace when it comes to sexual exploration.
0: Al, we got 30 seconds.
1: Latoya, Ali, baby, thank you for changing the narrative. Thank you for being strong as an African-American female and living in your truth and knowing that, hey, these types of situations didn't exist as long as he treats you well, as long as he respects you, and as long as he makes you happy, that's fine. Now, Claudia, the only question I have is, why is this star guy in the mouth of all of these really famous, rich, sexy Black men? Somebody got to give me an answer to that. I wanna know why is he attached to so many incredible situations? Anybody got an answer? He can Hit me in, in
2: my bag on DM. He can pay I for can't. It. We all got a price and he can pay for it.
0: And the way you worded okay. that, why is he in the mouth of all of these guys? I think you worded it perfectly. So on that note, this was a really fun episode of TGIF. I had a good time. I wanna thank my co-host, Al Reynolds and Funky Dineva for joining us tonight, joining me tonight. Uh, thank you for watching us on YouTube and for all your commentary. Uh, stay tuned uh, for it, stay tuned for Hollywood Unlocked. That's coming up next with Jason Lee. But first, make sure you check out Souls deal that is coming up next.
2: Bye. Are we out there? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying to finish this drink. Is this real bootleg? If we're not, y'all Bye. see us, Ama.